This podcast of local Brattleboro history is brought to you by Brattleboro Savings and Loan, the Bank of Brattleboro. Ninety-nine years ago, over 400 young Brattleboro men and women were serving in World War I. Fortunately, at the 11th hour of the 11th day on the 11th month, the Germans signed the armistice which ended the war. 11 a.m. in Paris was 5 a.m. in Brattleboro, so most people in town were sleeping as the war to end all wars came to an end. News of the agreement was wired to the local papers, but the telegraph office didn't open until after breakfast, so news didn't make its way to the streets of Brattleboro until 8 a.m. The war had already been over for three hours. Students were in school and adults were at work. A little before 9 a.m., the mill whistles and church bells began to sound, and word of the war's end made its way to the people. Here's how the afternoon reformer reported the celebration. From then until towards noon, there was the wildest kind of time on Main Street. People poured into the streets without much idea of what they were going to do except to make a noise. And in a few minutes, the high school students appeared, followed by the pupils of the grades. From somewhere, they were equipped with horns and flags, and they were joined by older persons in marching up and down the street, adding their yells to the pandemonium made by every kind of noise-making device procurable at the stores. At the junction of Main and Elliott Streets, the boys built a huge bonfire, and hundreds encircled it and sang the Star-Spangled Banner and other patriotic songs led by Principal Warren. Meanwhile, the Liberty Drum Corps had gotten together, and many shops, offices, and stores had been closed. A parade was started with the Drum Corps in the lead. The Holstein Frisian employees, Dunham Brothers Company, and Houghton and Simons employees marched in groups, and a truckload of women and girls from the overall factory fell in line. Another truck carried the flags of the Allies, and workmen from the Stellman machine shop added to the din with a large piece of sheet metal which was struck with a mallet and hammers. After a time, the Brattleboro military band was gotten together and played patriotic airs. Students were released for the rest of the day. Bonfires were started at the junction of Main and High Streets and near the Whetstone Bridge at the bottom of Main Street. The town was in serious party mode. The world had been to the edge of catastrophe and by joining together had fought off the enemy. Here's how the reformer's editor summed it up a few days later. In this hour of rejoicing, let us all remember that it was not America, but Belgium, France, and England who stemmed the tide in the crucial hours and held the Germans at a bay until we had time to help make the world safe for democracy. It will always be a source of gratification and pride for all of us to remember that America came into this world wide conflict as the final and determining factor. Over 400 young men and women from Brattleboro served in the war. 30 of them died while fighting in Europe. At a time when there were less than 8,000 people living in Brattleboro, everybody knew someone who was in the war. According to the local papers of the time, the town-wide party to celebrate the end of the most devastating war in the world's history went on for three days and ended with the town's pastors and priests meeting together with townspeople in the town hall auditorium for prayers and remembrance and thanks. Armistice Day was created on the first anniversary of the end of World War I by President Woodrow Wilson. At the time, the war was known as the war to end all wars. The devastation in Europe had been 
so immense and the death toll so high that few believed we would continue to use war as a reasonable response to disagreement between countries. In 1926, the U.S. Congress passed an Armistice Day resolution which said in part that November 11th was a national holiday because it marks the day when the people of the United States resumed peaceful relations with the other nations of the world. And we hope those relations will never be severed again. And here we are, almost a hundred years and at least seven wars later, wondering about our safety in this ever-changing world. We'd like to thank Ben, Ada, Chloe, Alex, Dayton, Shy, and Gracie for reading and remembering the origins of Armistice Day this week in Brattleboro history. Thank you for listening to the Brattleboro Historical Society podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the program.